clear my voice. <clears throat> Gotta slap my dick. It's been a fucking long time. It's been a, it's been a whole month and no, maybe two, three months now. No, but yeah, a month and a half. Or yeah. More. Yeah. Um, welcome back. It's the Nolan Back Podcast. Oh, thanks, Alex. Where I, the host, Alex, uh, talk about anything and everything with someone else because I just fucking want to again. Um, this time we're still back with Adam. The last one, me, Adam, we just recently got our relationship, what, like a month? Right? Something like that. Yeah, like that. But now we're here to talk about a bunch of other shit, our weekend, um, and I just kind of want to reflect on our mentality now, because I think that's really sad. But before we start, I do have to say, for the person who's listening to this, I know you're listening, and I think I know, Adam, who would think who, who uh, you're, I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. I know they're listening, so if you don't want to hear this shit... Turn the shit off right now. But also, too, for anybody else listening, um, I, I, I need to say this because I think this is going around a lot, This especially around Christmas time when people uh, they get sad and stuff and lonely. And I think it's, it's important that if you feel like you are upset or something or you think you're just not well, just go fucking talk to somebody. It's like the way I compare it now is you're going to put a band in a cut, right? You're not going to just let it fucking open wound and shit, right? To get more damaged. So, if you need something, go get something. Nothing's wrong with it. Again, I'm here. You guys know to find me and shit. But, nevertheless, here we go again. So, uh, another thing I need to clarify. I think in the last podcast I talked about uh, something about defending my friends. I need to reiterate that I will defend my friends no matter what. Even if sometimes they are wrong. It's, I have to see the whole picture before I pick sides, but at the end of the day, I'm defending my friends. I just have to clarify that because I heard some other shit. But first thing, how are you feeling? It's been what? How long? Almost three, three and a half months for you, four months? No, well, I mean, yeah, it's been about, uh, right now, it'll be 10 weeks. 10 yeah, weeks, two days, two half, seven minutes? Yeah, about two, <laughs> yeah, about two, yeah, about two months, a little mm-hmm. over. Yeah. Because yeah. your, your shit happened before mine. September 21st. Would have been the day, so October, November, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, maybe yours did happen after mine, yeah. It did, yeah. So mine was longer, mm-hmm. yeah, because I did it, I think, like three or four weeks before Lost Lands, correct. And then when I came back from Lost Lands, that's when me and you were talking about the right. shit, yep. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Jesus, okay, so yours right. is a little more fresher. I thought, my, I don't know, okay. Um, and how are you feeling now? Because oh. I feel like after this weekend, <laughs> we're making some very sinful, um, <laughs> sinful, uh, how do I say it, um, actions. There you go, yeah. I told you who, who had my phone from on Saturday. No, you didn't say who got it. Yeah, the, the fucking it. priest across the street. The priest the across priest. the street? I woke up fucking like, where's my phone? Because I know I lost it, and I was like, where's my fucking phone? And then, I guess they tried calling it a bunch of times, and so uh, we're upstairs, and then they picked up. And the priest comes out from the church across the street. And I'm like, dude, I smell like fucking Grey Goose. I know it's seeping out of my fucking body. So. Oh, my God. And, and I, my hair is all fucked up. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. He's like, is, are you Alex? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, I was like, sorry. I just had a really rough night. And it was uh, it was bad. But nevertheless, it was well, fucking. All people, all people land in the hands of a <laughs> I mean, he's probably, the, he's probably the most trustworthy with yeah, it. I was say, of the church, yeah. I mean. Maybe he said a prayer for you, too. I mean, he's like, he's like, popped up on that God, phone. He's, like, he's like talking to God, like, help this fucking kid. God's like, no, there's no chance he's going to hell. <laughs> After Saturday night, he's going to fucking hell. Uh, no, but what was the, uh, the first thing was, oh, 
Um, no, actually, I, I can't say that. Um, what is it? Okay. So now, since we, it's practically almost three months later for me necessarily, yours is two and a half, but I feel like we both progressed a lot faster than normal. Because for me, I think personally, it was more of a, um, a sharp dagger and it was in and out. And I think at this time, I've realized in the past that I can't let somebody hurt me who didn't deserve to be in my life in the first place. I know it sounds kind of harsh, but at the end of the day, I think that's what I kept thinking. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm so much fucking better now. Because you saw how it was. Yeah. It was pretty bad. You know, I I, I think still now it's obviously it still kind of hurts, but at the same time. (laughs) <laughs> again i'm making sinful decisions and um i think it's the same for you i think with you it's you're just trying to go wild 110 percent. i'm like easing into it. i'm like on that little like you're you're like you're the you're you're the head of the fucking train and i'm right behind you <laughs> i'm right behind you and i'm like we're going fast as fuck we're doing bad shit and we're gonna keep going because uh, at this point is it really anything stopping us? No, not particularly. <laughs> not fucking particularly. It's. I mean, it's funny because like the last, what was it? Um, well, the last time we would have spoke about mm-hmm. any of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went kind of head in, head first. I mean, I was doing like we were doing bottle service and everything else like that. Jesus. You know, Romario and my friends like that. These yeah. guys are, you know, great. Yeah, guys. shout out to Romario Kuno. Yeah, yeah. fucking made us have yeah, a great, great night. Yeah, they made us have a great once or twice. Yeah, no, and they're great fucking people too. Really, like good. that. That was I think that was the first night I really had a genuine like good long conversation with both of them. Yeah, yeah, and they were really fucking cool. Especially if we get the chance to. Yeah. I mean, oh, dude, they're interesting people. I knew them for two years yeah. before I knew any of that. Oh and really? So, oh yeah, yeah. So this year has been a whole new experience. By, oh, by we're going means. to spring with them, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, fuck, oh, yeah. dude. That's gonna going be to nuts. Of, hopefully, Canal uh, and I are hoping to go to Las Vegas this for for New Year's Eve. So, Ooh, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a buddy of his that lives near the MGM Grand. So yeah, that's where they went for, dude, for Thanksgiving. If so. we go to fucking Vegas, it's mm-hmm. gonna be we're gonna make it Wolf of Wall Street style, man. That's the idea, dude. Yeah. Oh fuck, yeah. dude. Could you imagine that shit? Because I know me and you in fucking Vegas, it's gonna be. It's like me and Nico here. Yeah, it would be absolutely. Yeah. It'd be fuck. chaos. It'd be great. It'd be amazing, dude. I should tell you the story about Canal and the what? girl he brought back to his room. Oh, what this weekend? Oh no, when he was in when he was in Vegas. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I. The thing is. Let's just say she didn't do that not for uh, she she that was a you know. no get the, no, I already know what you're gonna say I already gonna say we can't put him on blast like that we can't put him on blast like that uh, okay wait back to the back to the shit so two and a half months yeah from that first initial conversation we had about it what's different in your mindset now you think well sadly I mean I think there's there's, there's two pieces of it uh, just because it's holiday season now it's mm-hmm. always interesting whenever you you know experience the holidays with somebody else especially if that significant other was the person that you lost recently yeah yeah um, you feel like there's like a void there maybe not necessarily from that person yeah but okay. like just from a person in general yeah um, it's nice to spend that time with it being break a lot of people being busy you know yeah. a lot of things like that it's difficult to talk to new people yeah during this time yeah exactly um, and that's nothing that that's not expected a lot. It's of it's live. just because you, you you I think both of us put ourselves at a close, right? Because our guard is now yep. skyrocketed up. That's right. Yeah, um, and I think that that feeling that feeling is it gets at me a little bit just because it's you know it's tough not to have 
someone there is like you know just just to talk to you in the absence of of, of other people. Yeah, the fucking highs. Good morning. Right. Good night. Yeah, you know, because yeah. it's cold outside. It's yeah. dreary. You know, nobody. Everybody else is busy, and it's just kind of that time of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, once yeah. February rolls around, it'll be a whole another whole oh, situation. Jesus. Once we're back into spring semester, it's just another. It's just it's just like restarting the game. You just go right back at it again. Level one. Oh, my you know, God. Run, rerun it. But the game now, especially with the people, like, no offense to the girls in Iowa City, but the girls I've been with, it gets a little chaotic. It is a little bit, yeah. And I, I try my best to, like, um, for example, I'm not going to say her name, but this girl I was uh, hooking up with, a, a, like, last week or something, right? I told her right away, I'm like, look, 100%, like, you're a cool chick. I love to talk to you, but you have to understand, I don't want a relationship. I don't want a relationship at all. Maybe in the future, yeah, but, like... I'm not going to go be taking you on dates. I'm not going to be taking you to go this. I'm not the one because I don't have the fucking money. Yeah. Two, because it's like, I'm not going to, because that's what I did before was I jumped right after something happened. Like, you know, the whole incident that happened. Mm -hmm. And then I had somebody else, her to, you know, rely or to help me with that. And I think that's what I did last time in the times before that. Uh, Maybe not necessarily right afterwards, but like I'd want a relationship. I wanted to fill that void. And now it's kind of like, I should be able to fill that void right. by myself. Right. And I think you damn well know, I, I think I'm doing pretty well with that. Yeah, you're doing yeah, great. I'm doing great with I think, I think you're doing you are awesome. doing great with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it's nice because if I have friends around me, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I at least I'm able to express the character that I want to be or that yeah. I should be. Yeah. When I'm alone, it's a little bit different story. Of course. It's Still. always it's always different. Yeah, yeah, it's always different. And like, especially with those like lonely nights and shit. But, you know, me and you, like, if you have that lonely night, you say, hey, you want to play some zombies? That's correct. You want to drink some monacos? Yeah. Whatever the, the case may be. Um, but no, yeah, I think it's just, it's bonkers how fast I was able to bounce back. And I think it's also too the support I had with, uh, everyone, DJ, uh, Carly, uh, my roommates, Anna, Megan, Carissa, all of them, you, all of them. And then like Thanksgiving posts that I made, like, I think the, I make those posts because I do want to show my appreciation. Cause I don't think I really know how to do it as well, mm-hmm. but and a post shouldn't have to do that. But it's that post meant a lot to me. Like that post, it was like, these are the friends that's, you know, really fucking like, like, cause that was a tough time. That was 110, one of the toughest times I ever will be, ever will go through, but I know there's gonna be harder ones. I, there's eventually going to be something harder. And that's, that's my belief in it. I don't know if you believe that, mm-hmm. but, um, and I think if I didn't have your support, I didn't have your guys to support or, you know, just be able to have somebody talk to about it. Like, even though it was hard to talk about it, and still kind of is, um, it's the fact that I have that person right there to just like, hey, just let me vent. Let me do this shit. And what pulls my mind the most is I have one of my other friends. I'm not going to say his name, but he's going through the same shit. It's the, it's the cycle, the loop of forgiving, taking back, breaking up, forgiving, taking back that whole fucking cycle. And what sucks is that you and everybody else were telling me like, hey, get the fuck out. Every time, every time something went wrong and I just didn't listen. And that clarified my mind so much. Now I'm helping this person. I'm like, holy fuck. I, you, I, you couldn't talk to me about it. You couldn't tell me any other way that this person was a good or bad person. I was just thinking mentality like, okay, it's fine. I got this. We can do this again. It's fine. We got this. Do this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cycle, cycle. And I think it's bullshit that I didn't fucking realize that. That was so clouded, dude. Like, I don't get clouded like that. Like, you know me, I don't give a lot of fucks. A lot of fucks about anything. But when it comes to, like, that, it's like, holy shit. Like, that whole, maybe not the whole time, but, again, I'm not trying to shit on her. Okay, I should I should emphasize that. I'm just trying to portray my mindset of, 
I think I was. I was just fucking clouded. And that sucked because I had these beautiful people like you, like, you know, everybody. But, okay, I'm not going to keep sucking your guys' dicks. But, um, <laughs> no, but um, do you feel like, because I'm taking guys, you guys had bad times. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and absolutely. Do you think there was a certain time where you're like, I should have, I should have left then? I mean, the thing is, I've always been, I've always been, I, I have another, I like a million opportunities, you mm-hmm. know, in the past, like, you know, some people have had, you know, three year relationships, four year relationships yep. that they've had, you know, prior before, yep. you know, I just turned 23. So being in this age bracket kind of style of, you know, where we're at life, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people take their serious relationships, what they would deem as quote unquote serious, you know, yep. when they're 18 until they're 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When really that's really a time that they're just kind of discovering themselves and they're too 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 lazy to be alone. Yeah, yeah. They're too scared to be alone. Definitely. So they're, they're very readily available to be able to accept what happens and yeah. just kind of keep rolling forward. Yeah. Which, that's not ne- that's not necessarily unhealthy, but it's not necessarily healthy at, at the same time, depending on the severity of the relationship, no. right? I, and so, you know, with me, with being in where I was at when I joined that relationship, I knew what I wanted to bring to the table and how I could, you know, go about it. And I, I was also being a realist about what I had in the future and what yeah. I had going on. Yeah, definitely. So those thought that thought process is what kind of drove me to continue to be able to say, hey, we can work toward this. There were very little hiccups here and there. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. But the other party, being much younger than I was by yeah. two years, three, two and a half yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. Put a whole it's a whole different dividend. mindset, right? That's right. The dividend in the relationship was much was much 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 greater, and I was above the age of twenty one, so I could be downtown and enjoy that scene. Yeah. And ultimately, when somebody doesn't have a social profile to be able to understand yeah, that yeah. idea, yeah, it's a completely different mindset. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think I think that's fucking perfect because that that's what I think too. I think honestly, like if if I met her five years down the road, I feel like we would have both. It would have been a lot better because we both would have grown the fuck up. Oh, I, I think now since I've been in those relationships already, I know what I want. I know what I'm gonna put into it. I know what, you know, I want. And that was my mindset. And I think her, she's still like, I'm not saying she's immature because she's one of the most mature women I've ever met. Obviously, she did some things, whatever. But I think if she went through the whole, you know, until 21, 22, like mm-hmm. I'm 21 now, and I think I went through a shit ton of shit from 18 to 21 and i know at that time i could have just been parting my ass off like i should i should enjoy myself and see who actually i want to be like now i'm even thinking about my future on do i really want to stay in iowa city do i really want to do this do i really do that i don't know yet and i think it now it gives me the bigger picture of like how do i say it like um now i can really focus on what i want to do and what i want to be and with when i was in the relationship it was more focused on her I should say. And I don't know. I think, I think maybe it was just, are the age differences is a huge thing. And I'm not saying she, I think I just, I have to, I have to say this because I know she's probably listening and (laughs) and I know she's probably fuming, but I think if it was, because we talked about it too, after the breakup that she wasn't actually you know, ready for that relationship, but she knows she wanted me. And I totally fucking get that. Absolutely. I, think, I just think the, the shit that happened shouldn't have happened. I think half the shit that we went through shouldn't have happened. And I think, like I said, two, two, three, four years on the road. Perfect. But again, you know, I still care for her. I still, I still think highly of her. Um, but it's just right now, obviously I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be the person to, um, be friends with an ex right away i can't do that i don't think i don't think you can either i mean yeah I'm, well i haven't been given the opportunity in this yeah that is situation, true that is true is, i mean a lot of times most people are too 
they're too they're not they're not mature enough they're too immature mm-hmm. to be able to understand what that is but if you can have a sit down conversation with somebody and the other party though can respect that mentality yeah. from you which yeah. not saying that anybody else in these respective parties didn't or haven't been able to do that yeah definitely it's just people being more readily available to move on in their lives and find something else but also have the back in their mind understanding that hey the people that I've loved, the people that I, you know, that know me to a deeper extent than other people that I've met in my yeah, life, definitely. that they're able to accept me as a person just in general, not yeah. necessarily love them right now, and you know, not necessarily not be able to get over them, yeah, but just be able to go on with life and do maybe better themselves, maybe yeah. do something else, but yeah. not focus on talking to the other person that they just left, just, yeah. you know, six months ago, exactly, or else like that. No, yeah, yeah, I think that's a great thing. Like, I, I can't, I, I'm waiting for that day where I can me and her can be like at a bar or something yeah. and both be civil and stuff. Like, yeah. I think we are civil right now, but obviously it's still fresh. It's still fresh wound. And it's still, um, you know, for me, you know, it's kind of like for our situation is different. You're on the side of where no offense, but she, she doesn't, she doesn't want communication with you. You probably wouldn't mind the communication, but for me, it's like, I don't want communication with her. And she, I don't think would mind the communication. So we're on two different sides of the boat. And, um, no, I just, I just think it's phenomenal that, um, eventually i know it'll be fine eventually we can be friends eventually you and her can be friends and i don't know i just think that's it's crazy but next point um i did say i don't know if you heard it but a while ago people who've listened for a while um oh shout out also shout out sarah Mm. because she told me at the bar on i think friday or something that she started a youtube channel uh inspired because i do the podcast yeah she said the same I, thing to me yeah dude i was like oh shit like i was like oh fuck yeah like that's yeah. dope but okay back to the other point um what's it called so do you feel like you have a lack of closure from it i mean absolutely i mean the, the not having the not having the indefinite or not having the like the um the the definite excuse me uh like you know report or like something that says you know, like where we're at, like what we're doing, it still gives me anxiety to this day because, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, being in the hospital all the time, yeah. doing all these things, seeing people that being reminded of that lifestyle or those people yeah. um, on a daily basis can yeah. be very, I mean, it can be demeaning almost to your yeah. character and who you are. So sometimes I see it like that. Um, I wish that I could have something like that. Yeah. Uh, but on the, on the, and also, there's also weird mixed messages in the fact that she's liking, you know, my family photos. You know, things with my That's sister, weird. my own yeah. family, fo- like my photos and everything. She still <laughs> keeps me on all social media, except for, you know, Snapchat, and that's just about it now. Yeah. And, like, I haven't been able to, I, I haven't personally reached out on, on any other, yeah. on anything for the last, you know, eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's just not appropriate for me. And yeah. I, I, I understand my place, I'm a yeah. mature adult in that. Yeah. But not having, just having someone in that, just in the idea now, it's not even about her anymore. I really don't care yeah, in, yeah. in that respect. No, definitely. But having the fear that people nowadays have the ability or the audacity to be so cold and just to, you know commute like just to cut communication with yeah. someone through their you know wonderful media devices yeah. that that's, that's great and that's good that they have the ability to do that however that just shows your immaturity and it just shows that you're not able to be a person because you know 50 years ago you didn't have that option no yeah no hell no so 50 years ago you'd fucking but also people they decept they when they had a problem yeah they would walk up and they look you in the face and they take care of it. Yeah, and now it's not like that at all. No. Now it's like if somebody has a problem, they, you know, I don't know, it's they could hold back on it. Yet for me, if me and you have a problem with each other, we're gonna say it. we're gonna yell and bitch at each other about it. Absolutely. But we're gonna get over that hump right away. We're not yep. gonna let that hump grow. And because I think that's so ridiculous and like, pointless. Like there's no point of holding something that could be easily resolved. 
And that's why I told her, like, with the communication between me and her, as I told her, I was like, look, I can't handle seeing you on uh, Snapchat or seeing you on uh, Facebook, all that shit. I just can't do that right now, personally, for me, for my benefit of my own mental health. And I think damn well, I think I deserve to have some benefit for my mental health. Um, I think everybody deserves that. But, no, yeah, and I think some people now are just too fucking arrogant to solve some dumb shit that could be, you know, simple. Simple, dude. Like... <sighs> only only if people would actually just listen to this podcast and really think like, oh wait, I have an issue with somebody right now. Like, let's go resolve it. I mean, I mean, I just recently had the worst first date of my life, just like last week. Well, yeah, I oh, keep I keep forgetting you're like was, this. You oh, take girls on dates, man. It was god, <laughs> and, it, and it was god awful. It was it was absolutely terrible. She's a ph- she's a pharmacy. She's a pre pharmacy major okay, here, okay. the university. Yeah, yeah. Um, we went out and it was pretty spontaneous. You know, it was, it was fun. It was just us just having a good time. We've yeah. been talking for two and a half weeks before then, really. No, yeah. Um, just over like any you know, just over the phone, and everything yeah. else like that. Yeah. And finally, we had the opportunity to go out, mm-hmm. and it was just the most awkward thing I'd ever been a part of. She made it seem like she was, you know, like it was more so like on my aspect of things. Yeah. And I was like, this is a great way for you to turn this around. However, yeah. I talked to other sources afterward. Yeah. Um, including her roommate's sister, who was a good friend of mine, okay. my age, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and she went ahead and said that she's pretty fickle with girls, or with oh. men, excuse me, yeah. um, and she does this all the time, and I said, oh, well, yeah. I could tell. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, she wasn't, no a, di- she no wasn't a dime piece to begin with, as is in other words itself, so it's fine. It's just, yeah. it made me laugh Hopefully she a listens bit. to this. But the next day, oh, I hope so, please, that'd be great. But maybe she'll learn something about her character and be a little bit more fucking mature <laughs> yes. this next time. But yeah, the thing yeah. is, the next day, we went ahead and tried to talk. I knew where it was going to go. Yeah. I knew exactly what was going to yeah. happen. Went ahead and yeah. blocked me on everything within the you know, no. three. Oh, yeah. But I made it I made it very apparent that that's what, we, that's what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so, but she forgot one avenue. So I still took, I still took ahead and I used that last yeah. avenue to get to send one thing last to her. And yeah. I went ahead and cut it off oh, myself okay. in the last avenue. <laughs> so you so get I the had last the last way. say, <laughs> yeah. of course, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, it's just, it's funny that. That that I mean I'm not gonna say women in general, but men do this have this tendency too. I don't personally do this, but okay. you know it just seems that um and from my from my perspective that there's this ease of being able to cut people out of your life just like that, and it shows that you're so hard and that you're so tough, yeah. and that you know you have so many things going for you and your character. When really all you had to say was. You know, it was a fun night last night, but I don't think that we should talk yeah, anymore because, dude, you know, yeah. I think we should, you know, whatever else, and that's fine how you ever take it. And if yeah. the person doesn't take to yeah. that well and they're aggressive about it, yeah. then go ahead and get rid yeah. of it. Like, like, for example, the fucking girl, so the girl uh, I was just talking about, she, um, so she would continually ask me, like, hey, like, let's go on a date or something. Let's go to the mall mm-hmm. or let's go see a movie. And I'm like, I'm like, no, like, okay, look, like, you're an amazing girl. I, I, I remember saying this, and this happened, I think, two days ago. Um, I was like, like, I don't want to tell her. Like, straight up. Like, I did tell her before, like, at the beginning. I told her at the beginning, I don't want the ship. But she kept insisting dates and dates. And then afterwards, I'm like, dude, I, what did I tell you in the first place? And she's like, I don't know. You just kind of have to be straight to the point with me. And I'm like, I am straight to the point with you. And I try and, like, if you come to my house, I'm like, hey, look, we got 15 minutes <laughs> or some shit. Uh, are you trying to bang? Like, done, go. Like, that's cool. Like, we right. get, and she was cool with it. She was cool with it. And then I'm, like, sitting there. And, like, um... And I ended up not leaving. I'm not having to go. So I was like, okay, like I'm going to play some Siege because, you know, after some shit, I want to go play some video games. Relax. And she was just sitting there. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, like, you know, like, are you going to stay or can you, or like, are you going to go? And she's like, she's like, I don't know. What do you want? And I'm like, I told you what I want before you came here. I mean, like, uh, and then I told her, I was like, look, like, don't get me wrong. You're a nice girl. I told her again. But. Like, can you leave? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Same thing later that. Oh, like, do you want to go see a movie or something? I'm like, okay, look. I'm going to tell you something. It's going to hurt. 
but please don't take it as something mean. I'm trying to my best to show you that I don't want a relationship. But that's what I'm thinking now is I'm trying to show her like I don't want a relationship. And so she's like, okay, just you know, be blunt with me. What's going on? I'm like, I don't want a relationship with you. I just text her that, and then she didn't respond. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. She like read it, and I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. And because she usually just responds automatically to me for whatever. And um, what's it called? And yeah, and so um, and. I don't know if it's necessarily with her, but whatever. I said that, and then I tried sending another message, like a question mark, because she didn't. She read it, and then and then it turned to the green, the green uh, shit. And oh, I was like, yeah. oh fuck, she blocked me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, like, come on, like, I gave you every sign. I told you right at the beginning. I'm like, look, we can hook up, but like, one, I don't see a relationship with you. But there's like this other girl I'm talking to. It's, I know it sounds like a fucking hoe, but whatever. But um, <laughs> for me, like, like I think I spoke before is that. For me, I can separate sex and love. Like, I, I think people should go experiment with a lot of people and whatever because it gives you that experience, whatever. And this one girl I'm talking to, I DM'd her. She's beautiful, beautiful fucking girl. I, sh- I showed you a picture of her. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and our messages are, like, essays long. And I'm like, this is a genuine conversation that I really like. I think she's an amazing girl. She's a beautiful girl. I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to bring up that relationship shit. I really hope she doesn't hear this because she knows who I'm talking about. Uh, or she knows that it's her. But, um... Like, I like generally having a good conversation with her. And that girl, I could possibly see it. Because it's not like, oh, let's go on a date. Let's go do this. It's genuine talk. And I haven't met her in, like, in person yet. But, like, I know she's from my hometown. Right. And and we're meeting up, I think, at, like, an electric forest or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, genuine girl. And, like, even then, too, like, when I meet her, I'm still going to take that precaution that I didn't take this time was, let me actually get to know this chick. Let me actually see who she is. And uh, she's, I think, 22. So that right there is a huge sign for me. Like the, um, I can't say her fucking name either. The one after my ex, right. you know, she's 23. And like she knew what she wanted. She knew how to get it. And she knows she's got me around her fucking finger. She knows if uh, if she sends me a what are you doing text, she knows damn well I'm responding in two minutes. I'm heading over, you know? And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me with some girls, but like relationships—they're overrated. I think it's tough, man. It's Especially this this age bracket, it can be a little bit uh, dicey. Well, like now it's oh shit, but now it's like like if a girl says, "Oh, I have a boyfriend," that doesn't mean shit now. Not particularly. Those are just words. Yeah, exactly. Like some people, like some girls, be asking for a label. Like, oh, let's you know, let's date. Yeah, yeah. Like or like before, I'd say like, when was it? Probably like last year on this time when I was like talking to some chick. She's like, oh, can we be girlfriend or boyfriend? Like after we've been talking for like a month and a half. And I'm like, okay, like sure, yeah. But then she goes and cheats. And I'm like, bitch, what? Like you're the one asking for the label. And then you go cheat. Like, come on. Like that's bullshit. Like don't get me wrong. Like I've done that shit. Trust me. I've done that shit. Like, oh, like, oh, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. Then I go do that shit. But that was high school shit. That was high school fucking relationships. Like those, come on. those yeah. ones don't count. But like if you're I don't know. If you're growing up and you ask for a fucking label now at this age, like if she was 21, I'm 21. If you're asking for a label now, don't go fucking cheat. It's like, come on. Like, what's the point of having that label if you're going to go do what you want? If you don't want a relationship, I'm cool with that. I will fuck whatever I want, whoever I want. I would say, okay, I should. I, I didn't mean to say whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say whoever I want. Uh, um, but don't ask for a fucking label if you're going to go cheat. Like, to the people who are listening to this who are doing the same shit right now, who are talking to some chick, um, and their boyfriend and girlfriend labeled, 
and they actually have a genuine relationship, don't go fucking cheat. There's no reason to. If you don't want to be that fucking girl, break up with them. If you don't want to be the guy, break up with them. That's fucking simple. I mean, it's not but, rocket science. But it goes back to the same point of people don't want to hurdle issues. They want to let them go, let them build up, and then bring it up later. And that's bullshit. That's bullshit. I just think it's a way to be able... It's a tactic to be able to get better, to be and sound better than somebody else, to be able to put forth, you know, like to say that they're the better ones in the relationship or that they have the... Yeah. You know, it's a power... It's always a power struggle in every oh, yeah. relationship you're in. Yeah. So if the power struggle gets deemed, it's just like the it's like the weights that stand for justice, you know, like the justice weights. Yeah. If that gets put into one side or the other, that side will maintain its side for a long time. In fact, they like to keep that weight on that side for a while. Rather yeah. than balancing it back, they'll keep it there and they'll sit higher yeah. than, the, than the opposite side. Yeah. In their mind, it's sitting lower than them. No. And then all of a sudden, they'll bring all those things up at one point or whatever yeah. else to be able to... You know, mm. make, assert that dominance to be able mm. to assert that factor. Now, if that party isn't able to recover from that yeah. weight, then in which case, who loses? That person, and that means the other person remained on top, and they yeah. walked out. And they're the ones like a leaving the relationship happy as happy as a motherfucker, right? And, and that is not true because also those people don't necessarily once they finally realize that they that they did not do the right thing, then yeah. and that things were not correct. Yeah. Then that hits them as well, but it really impacts the other person more than anything else. Mm. And like, there's no point if you've ever been in a relationship with somebody or you've ever respected somebody like that. There's yeah. no point. It's just like hitting somebody else, right? It's just like hitting a, it's yeah. like hitting a woman or anything else like that. Yeah. There is no point that ever deems that to be necessary. Exactly. Nor does that deem that to be right. No, yeah. So it's never 100%. deemed to be right to show to somebody else that you're better than they are in any which way or shape or Ex- form. Especially in friendships and relationships. Like I know, uh, like not my friends are back. My back, my friends are back home. We always like mess with each other. We always like fucking. We go deep. Like when I die, nobody. I hope nobody goes to that that group chat mm-hmm. because it's dangerous. There's a lot of fucked up shit sitting yeah. in that. Because you know, with your <coughs> with your boys, you say fucked up shit. Oh yeah. Same thing with the girls. Same thing with the girls. Um, but uh, fuck, I was losing my turn. I thought, um, shit, fuck, I was losing my. It was good. It was good talk. Uh, fuck, I can't remember it. Um, no. Uh, yeah. So, like, when it comes to that, like with the po- the higher power, I do the uh, the cat chasing the yarn. And now everything I'm in is the cat chasing yarn. Like with my relationship, I I knew not to fully rely on someone because that gives them power. And I think relying on somebody, yeah, it's a good thing, but I'm only gonna rely on my friends. Because friends are supposed to be there no matter what. If you do your friend dirty, that's when it's like shaky, but at the end of the day you forgive them and you keep going. You keep moving right. forward. Yeah. Same thing, like say like let's say for example, uh, we're at a bar because this is bound to happen. I guarantee between me and you, we're at a bar. You know, I'm like flirting with this girl a lot, and then you swoop in, or vice versa. Oh yeah. Like I, I guarantee you, one of us is gonna be pissed at each other or something. But at the end of the day, one, it's a girl. It's a girl that it's probably not gonna do anything. Because personally, I'm not gonna date a girl now that I've had sex with the first time. No, absolutely. I, no, I, I, I'm just not gonna do that anymore because it's like. It goes to the whole point of my last sleep. It's like, it's bullshit. I'm not going to do that shit anymore because it's just like, but again, like it's, it's, it's one girl. It's one girl that we can get over that hump and like, okay, move on to the next. Obviously probably wouldn't like that to swoop in and steal a girl. Cause, uh, with Nico, that's how me Nico are is for me when we're at a bar, I'd be talking to girls. Cause no offense. I don't think Nico knows how to talk to girls as well as I do. Not particularly, but I know, uh, like I was supposed to be in Florida with him, uh, like last week. And he had these two girls with him, and it, I was supposed to be with him. And you know, shit's gonna happen with me and Nico. But um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, 
that's just that's a long topic. All right, let's talk about um, this fucking weekend. Um, it was quite an experience on Saturday night. Uh, Saturday night. Oh, also too. Wait, I have to put this too with the power thing. Is this girl that I'm talking to? Sort of. I hope. I don't even know what it is because I'm just having a genuine conversation with her. Um, like with that, like me and her, we know we're both busy. We both know that we like this conversation. So like, she'll open my snap and she won't reply for like three hours because I know she's busy. Same thing with me is I'll open her snap and this is long shit. I can't reply to everything, but we'll talk about it later. Like right now, I told her uh, or like yesterday, I was busy. And uh, oh, she was busy and she didn't respond to me like all day. And she's like, oh, give me your number so like we can text that way. And there's, I know there's a long message waiting for me right now. Look, look at that. The dot, dot, dot at the end when you're mm-hmm. looking at the thing. Yeah, that's a, oh shit. That's a long ass message. But what was, it? oh, there was one topic. Hold on. What is it? Oh, also, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not getting married anymore because, um, I think personally to me, I don't think I want to anymore. Like at all. Like I, I, I feel like relationships are just gonna, like for me, I'm now my mindset has, it hasn't changed as much. It's always been kind of the same, but I'm very pessimistic now. Like I'm always going to say like, um, let's say the glass is half empty because anything more than that is going to be better. So like when it comes to relationships or when I'm talking to a girl, I'm not expecting anything anymore because the more I expect, the more is a dream. And the more, if that dream doesn't happen, you, you create this, how do I say it, this a pinnacle that you want it to become. And if it never gets to that point, that's going to hurt the most. But if you have the pinnacle of having the less of nothing's ever going to happen. And then something does happen. Boom. You know, it's, I'd rather go down the graph and then shoot back up. Mm-hmm. Then go up the graph and shoot right back down. I agree. And <clears throat> I think a lot of people like, um, and too, like, uh, I went to uh, Mickey's yesterday with two of my coworkers, both girls, right? <laughs> and what's very strange, they both told me that they dreamt about me sexually. And that's when I thought it was weird. But if you look it up and do research on dreams, um, if you have sexual dreams about somebody, supposedly, yes, it could mean that sexual way, but it also could mean um, that you're very close. That you want to be very close with this person. This person means a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was watching this YouTube video, and this guy was talking about how he, had, he in his dream, he had sex with his brother. And that, that's a little weird saying that, right? In a dream. It's really fucking weird if you just tell somebody that. Yeah. And I, imagine my thought when they told me they had sexual dreams about me. And I was like, oh. I was like, and they both have boyfriends. And I'm like, look, like, don't get me wrong. They're beautiful. They're beautiful girls. But um, in the context, I told them, I was like, look, like that just means that me and you, uh, uh, me and you are getting close. And it's it's great. Like, we had this nice conversation yesterday about um, same thing, relationship stuff. I wish I got him on the podcast because that talk went on for three hours. Damn. And, like, um, I was telling them my aspect on it and how I see everything. And then I told them a little about my ex, you know, all the shit I went through last year with that psycho bitch. Um, and I don't know. I think, um, I think now like they, they're both in relationships that are like three years. And for me, I can't even imagine being with somebody for three years. Could you imagine that? I mean, I can't, I can't imagine it cause I haven't yeah. done it my, myself personally, yeah. but you know, I mean, that'd be an amazing experience in, in and of it. If you like that, if you love that person that much, if yeah, you want to no. be around that person, care for that person that much. Yeah. It'd be great. But three years, bro. Shit. Like I'm an animal now. Yeah. I like being an animal. Yeah. It's it's really fucking don't get me wrong, the lonely nights are, they suck. But at the same time, so we got the boys. That's we got the beers right there. We got some Ronas right there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even drink fucking beer and fucking I love Ronas. 
What? Oh, you want a Stig? Yeah. Stigs for life. Dude, they ran out of fucking mint, mint Stigs in Iowa City. Mint? Yeah. They there's no... I, I went to Almost. I went to the other fucking smoke shop. I went everywhere. They're all out. But they're they're really... It's because of the Jewel. Because Jewel... Yeah, everybody bought yeah, Stigs yeah. because of it. Well, you can buy you can buy mint pods still in Casey's, though, so... Oh, Casey's? Yeah. Do they still sell them at the same price? Really? I feel like they would skyrocket that price. Because they're... It's, it's done in the U.S., isn't it? I wonder if you can get them shipped. Probably, yeah. Probably get some import. Hey, black market. Might as well. I mean, black market's gonna charge up the ass. Yeah, but mango pots went for like thirty <coughs> bucks a pot. Oh, ugh, even though this is mango right now, <coughs> but this is mango ice. It's better. It's better. It's it's with methanol or where the fuck chemical that is. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't even know what I'm putting in my body. But um, what was the other thing? Oh, I was gonna ask you because I know you like rap a lot. Yeah. Uh, so do you know about what happened with Juice World and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I, I see. I don't know anything about yeah, that, that community. Me, yeah, I cried that. For, yeah, for, yeah. Pretty much the entire. I'm still not over it. Yeah, dude, I, that's I, sad, dude. He's he's twenty. He's my fucking age. He's twenty one. Yeah, he's so, younger than you. Yeah. He, well, it's crazy just because of the amount of things that he talked about and then he rapped about. Yeah. And like his general interviews. Because I mean, I've been listening to him like from SoundCloud on. Oh my really? Good buddies. Yeah. One of my good buddies fell in love with X. Then X died, passed away, and um. Uh, like Juice World was like the next step with like him and like his buddies and everything else like that. Oh, did so, he talk about that shit that like X did? Oh yeah, yeah, because they were all good friends. Like, they were all pretty. Cool. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. So, oh shit! So, so they all like came up together, kind yeah, of. Yeah, Ski, oh, Ski Mask would be Ski Mask. I, I love him. I like some of his music. Yeah. And he lost him. He lost X. He lost Fuck. Juice World. He lost. Uh, uh, I mean, when Mac passed away, that was. Yeah. I mean, that was a good. That was a, one Dude. of his people. That was his mentors, like people that he looked up to. So, so <laughs> one thing I did read about was, uh, I feel like okay, the rap game from. Back in the 90s, 80s, mm. um, early 2000s maybe, was kind of more of a sense of gangbangs and shit yeah. and something, fucking bitches, whatever. And like, um, and I feel like now I read this thing where now kind of rappers, I don't know if Juice World did it, because I know X, whenever I listen to X, I have, because I don't listen to rap. Um, a lot of people don't know that. I don't listen to that much rap. I listen to EDM primarily. Yes, I know it's computer music. Don't fucking shit on me. But um, <laughs> no, because I know people are going to say that shit. Um <laughs> But now, from what I heard, is I'm not sure about him because I haven't listened to his music. Uh, I obviously he was very impactful in the rap community. Um, a lot of people say that people in the rap now, like I don't even know the rappers, fucking they idolize like, drugs. Yeah, yeah, they, and, glorif- they glorify. Yeah, they glorify yeah. it. And and do it's gonna sound harsh, but do you think that that could be like a reason why they're dying so young? I, I think it's a well one the or purpose, make sure at least the where he came from what his like what his whole come up was about mm-hmm. uh, I mean he so I mean he talked about breakups and and how to deal with breakups oh, and really? pain and that's all he ever that's all it's all of his I mean if you listen to any of his songs yeah. Bandit being about a song about you know being able to steal hearts yeah. right literally what Bandit means yeah or like you know um, him talking about his prior relationships. If you listen to any of his any of his interviews, yeah. he's very much the same person that he is in his music. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the man could freestyle like no man's business. Yeah. He, he actually has a freestyle that went on for like over an hour and a half. Yeah. Straight. I'm Shit. talking no breaks. Talking nothing. Just over. Just back yeah. to back to back. Just nonstop. Yeah. The guy's brain was crazy. I yeah. mean, he, but he he did glorify that, but he didn't mean it in that sense. Yeah. He meant it like that's was his. That was that. That was his outlet. That's what oh, okay. he did. Okay. You know what I mean. Other other rappers will talk about it being cool yeah. and being what you do. You know yeah. what I mean. Like what they would have talked about in the eighties and the nineties. Yeah. Like a gangbang yeah. kind of style thing. You know, with your friends and yeah. like asserting a power, a sense of power. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like we got the money, so we got drugs. We're cool because yeah. we got this pinnacle. He was more like, I'm in pain. I need this to help recover from yeah. it because there's nothing else here for me. Yeah, yeah. And so 
the sad part about it was, I mean, he would even he rapped about. I mean, he rapped about John Lennon. Okay. John Lennon happened to die on the exact same day that. Oh he yeah, died. I heard that. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. No. Same day. And there was a quote or something. I remember yep, yeah. from one of his songs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. See, and that's the thing is I don't like is so he they said he passed away from a seizure. Right. Well, they actually did a lot of research recently yeah. in this and to bring light to anybody that's actually listening to this and be able to understand what Juice World is about. Yeah. Um, he was on a plane ride. It was about a week after his birthday. Yeah. Uh, he was on a plane ride back, private plane. Um, and they had stowed away about seventy pounds of marijuana, and um, and a whole that his 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 personal entourage that he yeah. had for, with his group had guns on the plane. Oh fuck! And that's illegal yeah. to have armed armed to have an armed militia yeah. style on a plane. Yeah, yeah. So his private his private his private pilot yeah. um, reported him to the police. Okay. And so and the FBI had been following him for quite a while to be able to bust him for real. Oh really? And so with the amount of narcotics marijuana he had and everything else he had on that plane um including the firearms he was facing he would have been facing about 35 years at minimum um in federal prison and so what happened was when he found out and heard news that when they touched down that that the feds and everybody else was going to be there because they were yeah that's how they found out immediately yeah um he he went to go ahead and ingest as many opioids as humanly possible so they wouldn't catch him with those with those pills. Now, so do you however, think that was the yeah his overdose his overdose from those from that from trying to be able to get away from not having to spend that amount of time in yeah. jail is what did him in really uh, more than anything yeah see the, my thing is too is that I don't like is that it's <clears throat> like from what I've seen like p- people make posts about it like it's for me it looks like it's split like there's people who are mourning him like actually mourning him like you know sad and then there's people talking about the use of drugs he did like yeah don't get me wrong like he probably did a fuck ton of drugs he that shit, I don't know the whole story. I don't know everything, but that happened. Like, that's crazy that people are so focused on that. Like, someone who created music for other people that helped, I guarantee it probably helped you. It probably oh. helped thousands oh, of millions, other people. Millions. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, and now they're more focused about how he died. And I'm like, that's the thing I don't like. They did that with X, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Like, with uh, yeah. his, because he got shot. I'm, right. I'm not certain. Yeah. 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 And with his gang involvement and stuff. Or they brought up his past, like the past shit he did. I don't remember what it was, but it was some bad shit. But it was like, Everybody did bad shit. Everyone. Everyone does have those dark demons. I didn't ever want everybody to let out. But when you make music for people who, like, look up to you, it's like, why are we being focused on that? Yes, he passed away. Let's mourn him. Let's not fucking talk about what he did and what he uh, was doing. Think about, like, for example, um, who's a, like, Michael Jackson. Think about what he did with his music. He changed a lot of people's lives. And yet now... When you bring up Michael Jackson, it's more of a talk of, uh, what's that? Uh, fucking, they made a movie about him about those kids. Oh, child, like being a, pedo- like, pe- yeah, yeah. Being a pedophile. And it's like, yes, words. like don't get me wrong, like, yes, he did. Maybe he did. I don't know the whole fucking shit about that, but maybe he did wrong. But at the same time, look how he changed the fucking world, the music industry, and now especially with these fucking young kids, twenty goddamn one, dude. I I, I can't imagine, like. They even had stress on them throughout their entire thing. Like, that fame coming up, I can't even imagine that. I can't imagine somebody going through all that, like, constant pressure. And, yes, I I don't think drugs is the best outlook. But I also think that for some people it is an escape. I think for me, when I do the drugs and shit, I tried a bunch. Like, it's fun. It is fun. But, obviously, you need to learn, you know, your ways to do it. Your, your, um, what's the word? Your, how do I say, what you're getting and for the people who listen to this too, like in the EDM community, like I, I spoke to you about, mm-hmm. drugs are all over the place. And at Lost Lands, they have this thing where I, we spoke, I don't know if, I was talking to 
Kunal about it. We uh, at Lost Lands, they have these little tents at the little campsites because this mm-hmm. thing's huge. It's huge. They know they're not going to catch everything. Right. They know that there are going to be people in here with a lot of fucking drugs. And so what they have is they have little test kits there. You go to one of the tents, they test it, no questions asked. No questions. Nobody's following you. Nobody's watching you. Because at the end of the day, they want you to be safe. They want you to not have cocaine laced with uh, fentanyl or uh, molly that's actually not molly. Or when it comes to ecstasy a lot, ecstasy's majority of times mixed with something else. Right. And obviously that gives you the quote-unquote better high end. fucking know. But people will take those and... You know, fucking die. Same thing with, uh, like, the hydration shit. They have, at, like, uh, I don't know if they have it at, like, rap concerts. But people bring hydration backpacks to EDM festivals and shit. And they have uh, faucets all over the place. Free water. Right. Fill it up because what the Bali does with Molly, it's just releases. Your body can get overheated like that. Especially when you're in those hard, really closed-in crowds. And you're fucking jamming the fuck out. And it's a hot fucking 90 degrees out. There's people dropping, like, flies. That's why, oh, yeah. that's why whenever I go to one... I always make sure I bring sealed, uh, like at least five sealed uh, things. And my backpack's heavy as shit either way because I have all my shit in there. I have my water bottles. But I give the water bottles to the kids who didn't bring the hydration backpack. The ones who are on Molly or whatever drug they're on. And they're just passed out right there. Or oh, yeah. somebody's like trying to lift them up. I'm like, give him water. Or, or sometimes I bring Gatorade in. Give him Gatorade. Because at the end of the day, like we are so against drugs as a fucking society that we're not fucking trying to help people who are are doing them who are addicted we're just shaming them and that's bullshit i just think that's total bullshit that it's like someone can't go so if someone has an addiction they can't go to somewhere immediately like like yes they can go to therapy and all that but it's just gonna cost them money that's just gonna cost them a lot but they need help now they don't need help fucking um they don't need to wait in fucking line in emergency room while they're like over fucking dosing right nobody fucking needs that and it's like there's, there's not a lot of places out there that are going to be like, hey, come in here. We'll get you set up with some therapy right away. Let's go. Let's see what you're doing. What are you feeling? What are your symptoms? What are you doing this? That. How, how, when's the last time you used? Whatever. There's nothing like that. And that's what ticks me off because that's making those people not mentally well. And that is probably another cause to you know suicides and stuff. And it's bullshit. I, I, I think it's utter bullshit. It's utter bullshit that our fucking societies like that. It's just difficult, though, because a lot of people that do deal with, you know, if, like whatever daily demon you have yeah. going on. You know, whether it's a breakup to, you know, a loss of a loved one mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, anything from a change in your career path, you know, that you yeah. didn't foresee happening. A lot of people, you know, most people yeah. um, have some kind of outlet, whether it's alcohol to whatever. Um, and alcohol is the fucking worst drug out there. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's right up there. If We've anything, fucking like people, they're fucking making everything else illegal. Make that fucking illegal. And you can like, see, but you can see what happened with that, you yeah. know, a hundred years ago. Didn't work out so, so hot. It, you exactly know? because and a lot more people got killed and a lot more things happened because yeah. of it. Yeah. And so we we're out here, like you said, we're out here shaming it. Or there's, you know, there's less outlets that we we try to be able to, you know, put on put on people. We try to be able to tell them that hey, there's help, there's things available. But I mean, even but the help has a little asterisk on it, right? It's just it's not actually it's it, it's there and it's 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 present, yeah. but it's not it isn't there. Yeah. And, and so that, you know, just encourages them to use more, to do more things because you know, it's easier yeah. getting more of that from their buddy who has it rather than the person that says, Hey, in a month and a half, I'll see you in the, I'll see you in the office. Hope to God that you're still alive by them. For yeah. Your therapy that's session. bullshit. Uh, Cause we have, so, yeah. And it's like with that little asterisk, it's like you have, yes, you definitely have like the, the rehab places to go to, but that's just costing a lot of money. And people, when it comes to, how do I put it? When it comes to somebody like abusing meth or some shit, right? Um, 
you're going into a thing where it's either you take some more meth and you're feeling go- you're feeling okay, you're feeling better right away, or you take the route of paying so much money, waiting to get help, waiting and waiting. Don't get me wrong; they could probably wait in the light right away. They could start that progress progress, but at times it's it's just fucking hard, especially for those families who are dealing with that. Like those people don't have money. The crackheads in the Kanawha City, like there's a fuck ton of crackheads and meth heads here. Oh yeah, yeah, and like and they're homeless. And because they're trying to escape for something more. But if they just were able to get someone to be like, hey, look, you're going to go here every Monday. You're going to try this out every Monday. Like for me, therapy, I go every Wednesday. And it's not because I feel like I necessarily need it as much, but it's because I know in the back of my mind, I'm still hurting. And I know in the back of my mind, I still have this kind of thing. And going there every Wednesday is a great relief. Just talking about it. Same thing with people who are having addictions. It's like, you know, it's just... It's just utter bullshit. And um, this one chick was trying to tell me um, the other day that she had. Uh, don't get me wrong. I understand people have personal issues with their family members who you know are addicted to drugs. Sure. And for me, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I understood that until I popped a Zan for the first time. Mm-hmm. And when I popped a Zan, I you could feel the the pull that it fucking wants you. The pull that it just it's gonna take you. Like and that right there scared the fuck out of me and that's why like i don't do it anymore i think it's you know yes it was a great time but that pool i was like no 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 that's that's dangerous that's dangerous. Same thing with weed with weed a lot of stoners like weed is obviously is it, there's the only negative effect right now that people are doing more research about it is the the kids who are doing it like in fucking sixth seventh eighth grade in high school right when their brains are not that many that much more developed than uh it is when they're 21 right and like even then too when i used to be a stoner in high school like um I'd smoke probably fucking at least like five times a week. And it wasn't just like, oh, let's take one hit and, you know, we're good. It mm-hmm. was like consistent, like, let's go, let's keep going, let's keep going. Um, but yeah, I, I think, especially with those people who are dealing with, you know, family stuff, who has uh, addictiveness and like all that stuff, like it it follows down the fucking family tree. Like, I, I don't know if I told you, my grandfather died from liver cancer because mm-hmm. he abused alcohol. My dad is an alcoholic. My brother dealt with it for a little bit, but I don't think he's, he's i think he's pretty good he's a smart fucking guy um but and i know now is when after i had a traumatic events the whole psycho shit that happened Mm -hmm. like i know i drank like for two weeks straight and i i felt fucking good but i know i was crying at night and i know it felt really good and that's why i stopped myself same thing with this time like after the breakup i know if i went straight to alcohol it was going to turn into another psycho and i was like no no no, like i don't need that like i think when was it my first beer i had was with nico when he came over, I think last week, and that's been how long? Like a while. It's been almost. It was. I think it was like f- four weeks, four or five weeks or yeah, something. Yeah, so like a beer. Like, and you know me, I like to drink my beer. I like mm-hmm. to drink my Ronas. Oh yeah. And um, no, yeah, and I, I just think it's 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 the fucking society is fucked up in so many goddamn ways, but we can't change that. But let's move to a, kind of a um, a more lighter topic. Um, what's it called? Let me see. There's something else I want to talk to you about. And I can't think of it right now. I don't know if I spoke to you about this last time, but uh, this question I asked, I forget who I asked it to before. Um, can you genuinely actually really hate someone? Like hate as in like, fuck you. I'm going to beat your ass every time you see it. Like I personally don't think I could do that. Like with the amount of bullshit I've dealt with with all these people in Iowa City, because half these people in Iowa City hate me, half the people fucking love me, either or, but the ones who love me are the greatest of friends. 
and the ones who actually treat me with respect are the greatest of friends. Um, but there's times too where like there's some people that they get to me, they really fucking get to me, and I think you know a couple of them. But like it's just like at the end of the day, like for me at least. I know if someone I hated or someone who treated me bullshit, horrible, like, again, people who, my exes, my other ex-friends, any of them, if, I know damn well if they came up to me and be like, hey, look, I need somebody right now, you know, I know I treated you like shit, but at the end of the day, like, for me, I just can't do that. I can't fully hate somebody to an extent where they need, if they need somebody, that um, I can't be there for them because I know damn well I will. And I think a lot of people don't do that. And I think a lot of people are just willing to shut out somebody no matter what. Like, don't get me wrong. You're taking that risk again of bringing that person back into your life and them fucking you over again. Right. But for me, I think being the bigger person is the one who is still willing to give that hand out. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just think the mental capacity that it takes to actually hate somebody is, I mean, that takes a lot. You know, mm-hmm. if, if every day you're able to, you know, if anything ever comes up about that person, you just have those negative feelings at all yeah. times. In order to hold on to negative feelings, or or yeah. vice versa, hold on to positive feelings yeah. all the time. That's an emotional toll on your on you that mm-hmm. requires you to put forth some kind of effort to be able to strain about it, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's much better to say to be neutral. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and again, time heals all wounds, is what yeah. they say, right? Yeah, so maybe somebody hurt you, whatever else. Maybe not for that, you know, two weeks, one month, one, you know, two months, maybe. You know, you make it clear to that person that, hey, it's not wise for you to, to speak with me. Maybe it's wiser for you to go to these other people because you know dang well how it's going to impact not only you, yeah. but how it's going to impact the other person. No, yeah, and in the long run, it, depending on, you have to assess their condition, yeah. assess what they're upset about, yeah. and see if it's appropriate for you to, you know, interact. No, yeah. Now, if it's something that's, you know, crucial that you need to be there, yeah. then, I, you know, God be willing that I hope that anybody that says that they dislike somebody even to the highest yeah. extent is still going to help somebody if they're in a dire, you know, emergency situation. Yeah. Being a nurse, right? Yeah, there you, are plenty of people. Many of my patients don't like me, yeah. obviously, because I get them up, I move yeah. them around. I hurt. They have to hurt before they get better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's the that's the thing that they say. And, if, and a good nurse is somebody that isn't tentative. Yeah. That when you walk into the room, you don't just baby them around. No. Yeah. You you're tough. Yeah. You, you got them tough love. You make them get better. Yeah, yeah. And so without that, they wouldn't get better. Yeah. No. Yeah. So with those people, it's the same thing. No. Yeah. And I don't think that people that say that you know that they hate somebody to yeah. that extent or whatever else, I don't think they truly believe that. I just think it's their way of saying, you know, that maybe they're not emotionally ready or or capable. Yeah. To to be able to understand things to themselves more than they are about the other person. Yeah. It's not about that person. It's about how they feel to themselves yeah and so until they're mature enough and until they've actually grown a pair yeah. right to be able to understand what their true feelings yeah. are in the world yeah and to be able to see people for who they are and yeah. what we're and how long we're here in this life yeah oh yeah then maybe then they'll be able to understand okay this is what it's like to be a good person yeah this is what it's like to be a normal person yeah and i'm going to act like that from now on rather yeah. than somebody driven by drama or emotion without logic no yeah so, yeah and the thing is too like with that it's like it Hopefully, it shows the person that you are helping that um, that you are a good person and that you shouldn't have done some shit, whatever, whatever the case may be. But also, too, like, um, shit, I keep losing my train of thought. Um, the people who, uh, like, I wouldn't wish my most hated enemy the lonesome of not having somebody to be there for. Right. Be, yeah. I wouldn't, I would not wish that upon anyone. I think, yeah, a lot of people do fucked up shit. Same thing goes back to the rappers. The rappers who did fucked up shit. Like, at the end of the day, none of those people, I think the only people who really deserve that are the people who 
like rapists like that i think they don't deserve anything but like it's just that's so that in sense is so complicated as well but i would not wish my worst enemy to be alone in their hardest times i think that's it's it's a tough thing but you know people got to get through it and but the thing is too you can't baby somebody like with the person i'm helping with he's in the loop he's in the cycle of you know breaking up with his girlfriend and then going back with him and all that shit like i tell him straight i'm like look i'm gonna be there every time every time you tell me like she did some shit and she hurt you i'll be there you call me three in the morning i'm still gonna be there but i'm gonna keep telling you the same shit i'm gonna tell you look obviously she's not doing the, the things you need not saying whatever like change somebody because you can't change anybody that, that's a fact you cannot change somebody like that that's something i 110 percent. i don't know if you believe but um i just think that people they need to understand perspectives if you if you are so single-headed when it comes to issues you're never gonna that's what politics don't fucking get anywhere mm-hmm. so we don't get anywhere as a country because right. people are so oh weed is bad oh um this is bad or uh or like when the cop stuff happens with um you know a cop kills somebody majority of times people say when cop kills somebody it's a black person and maybe that at sometimes is true like uh some statistics like maybe uh a white cop kills a black cop it's 50 percent, whatever the thing is i don't like is when people betray every fucking white cop as someone who's gonna fucking shoot a black person i think that's stupid that's like beyond it's just me. ignorant it's ignorant it's like that's like saying for me, like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I've cheated. I've spoke about this plenty of times. I've cheated plenty of times in my last, in my relationship, not my last one, but in past relationships, I've cheated plenty of times. And then my last one, I didn't at all because like, I'm not going to be that person anymore. I grown up, I grew some balls and I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to treat women, uh, or my ex with the utmost respect. And I think if you cheat, it's, it's being disrespectful, but nevertheless, I just think people, uh, can't be so straightforward and you have to understand perspectives on everything for me i'm a logical thinker so if you want to change my mind on a perspective i need facts i need something this i can't have emotion driven because emotion driven like for me when i was in leadership got me clouded hmm. and i saw it as one perspective and that's right. all i did and if you do that emotions once you get emotions involved it's something more than just you can't really do much with it but yeah I just think Jesus. it's that people need to learn how to make decisions for themselves, mm-hmm. but they also need, you know, if they have an incorporated party yeah. that happens to be a part of those decisions at any point, mm-hmm. that those people also deserve the, you know, the due respect of a, of a normal civil conversation. Yeah. To be able to see, because, you know, people get this bad stigma that other people can't handle the truth. Yeah. You know, and some people can handle the truth, but yeah. you know what? If those people can't handle truth, yeah. pass from a, what you can give them in a respectful way, yeah. or rather than, again, like we said before, of just blocking them straight up mm-hmm. or doing anything else like that, if they can't handle something like that, and you have to give them time and space regardless, but yeah. also the, they still deserve that, 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 that that closure or yeah. that that setting yeah because i mean at the end of the day where do you want to sit you yeah. know do you want to do you really hold yourself at such a high place on a throne that's yeah. above all of the people that you know your decisions and yeah. your what happens in your life is above anybody else yeah. yeah or are you ready are you ready to accept the fact that we're all here 
and we're all going to die and be in yeah. the dirt one day too, and nobody's ever going to remember you yeah. or remember you know past two hundred years from now. And maybe they will. Yeah. Maybe they'll know your name. Maybe yeah. they'll know something you did. Yeah. You know, Wikipedia is great for that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. No, no but, definitely. You know, I know about Alexander Hamilton, but yeah. you know what? I'm not super tied to the man, obviously, because yeah. I wasn't around then. Yeah. Okay. But he's still just like anybody else. You know, yeah, he yeah. made their mistakes. They had their greats. They had their bads. Yeah. But what we need to remember is that There's good people, people are people. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. And yeah. so are you. So am I. Yeah. We're made of the same flesh, flesh, bone, and blood yep. that run through our veins and make us who we are. Yeah. And yeah. It just blows my mind, dude. Blows my fucking mind. It does. All right. So let's close it up right here. 59 minutes. It's a long one. It's Pretty a decent good. one. Pretty. This is a fucking juicy one. I can't wait to fucking post this shit. And everybody keeps complaining about where's the next one. <laughs> and here it fucking is. Um, but yeah. So yeah, thank you, Adam, for coming to talk again. Absolutely, Alex. Um, yeah, we'll probably have Adam on a couple times because me and him like to party and talk about our Saturday nights. We didn't even get to that topic though. I don't know if you want to, because I because I know you said you had to go do stuff. What time is it? Go. Oh, I mean, I can just I'll, I'll hit him up here where we can see. Yeah, okay, we'll hit him up as he's hitting him up. We'll talk about it. Um, so on to more a of a uh, uh, interesting topic. Interesting topic for party goers. Um, me and Ed, oh look, look what's still here, Adam. Mm, I, I know. I just, I was just gonna <laughs> joke about have, that. Just there, there's now. something that only a few people are gonna know, but it has to do with can openers. Um, <laughs> but that was Friday night. Uh, Saturday night, we went out to um, this bar called Summit, and mm-hmm. we got bottle service for some reason. And it was a hell of a fucking night. We had an issue right at the beginning, which I still haven't talked to him about it. Have you? Oh, Luis? Yeah. No, no, not really. No, not Fuck. particularly. No. I mean, we, we, we've addressed it a little bit. But yeah. No, from that night, so we, we uh, so I had actually put in a, a bug into my into my own uh, friend of mine's ear that we, you know, were trying to go out and do some things, and it had been a while since we had taken some time downtown, and, yeah. and it's been a typical, it's been a fun thing for me recently with the amount of friends that I have and what they like to do to spend, you know, I mean, if you get a couple of guys together, really, that yeah. thing, those things are not that all that expensive mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Uh, for somebody like that, especially depending on how much you spend at the bars. Um, or what you do downtown socially. Yeah. Um, but I like to have a good time. I don't like to walk around people at the bars. I don't like to, you know, be in those tight spaces. So yeah. it's a lot easier if, you know, we do like bottle service or something like that, just with a group of friends. If, if nobody knows what bottle service is, basically you get your own little space in mm-hmm. the in the bar, in the packed bar, and you get bottles, and you get a bucket, you drink, you invite people in there, yeah, yeah, but go on. And it's like a VIP area in essence, yeah, quote, right? Quote, yes. So like you get your own, you know, you get your own uh, bracelet for it. You know, you, you have couches there, and all, everybody there is there for, you know, the people that there that you want there yeah yeah. which is nice yeah um but what we had happen was we had a we uh i mean long story short in essence we tried to get my friend back into the bar that he had that the bouncers did not want him back in yeah and and from for whatever reason yeah but they kept to their their, kept to their code um and two of my friends we already have bottle service oh yeah he had already given the money uh you know the you know the 200 and some dollars (laughs) to spend for this be able to pay for the you know the third of it that it cost yeah yeah. And uh, they still didn't let him in, and so we enjoyed bottle service on his accord, yeah. uh, which was a tough thing to be for me for yeah. me to be able to understand right at the beginning, because I was like, hey, you know, we need these people here, but we spent the time great. We had a lot. Well, of We folks. sound like fucking dickheads right now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, going to be able to pay him back because you know yeah. I'm very close with him, and he's you know in my presence a lot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, no, that'll gonna, take yeah. care of itself. Yeah, for when it I think happens. I think he'll understand too. Um, but like, yeah, I think he'll understand. It, it, at the beginning of the night, I thought the night was going to end. I thought it was like, holy fuck, okay, we're not going to do this shit. Yeah. Like, we're just going to fucking go somewhere else, some fucking airliner. I don't fucking like liner. No. I don't know why people fucking like liner. I'm just, 
ridiculous. Um, but speaking of liner, when we were there on Friday, mm-hmm. your whole ass was on your phone. Yeah. And you got some long messages. Yeah. And I was like, don't do it. Yeah. Don't fucking do it. Yeah. And what do you do? Do it. Man. Well, it was my one opportunity, though. It's, it's, it just seems funny that every time that I am in the in, in my element or, like, at least a point that I'm, like, kind of trying to enjoy life, so yeah. like, that seems to be the point that yeah. the world reaches out to me uh, to be able to express themselves more holistically, which is great for them, and it makes me feel awesome, but I'm like, dang, why'd you have to pick now? Yeah, you yeah. Know, this is, like, the time, and if I say anything otherwise, then I kind of lose that opportunity. So I kind of have to jump on that <laughs> like a fox on a mouse and that take care of business, which is always not, not necessarily the easiest thing to do when, you you know, you're no. drinks in. Yeah, already. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's only 10.30 at night. But we went ahead and yeah. had a great time when we were in bottles because my friend, uh, you know, with, with my friends that are from across seas, um, they came up to me and they said, hey, no, we talked to him already. They said, hey, he said, hey, go have a great time. Enjoy yourselves. Oh, you see, I didn't, we know, did. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know oh, that. Yeah. yeah, he said, go, go do your thing. And we did. And uh, we ended up having some birthdays there and some other people bought more bottles, you know, for $200. Oh, yeah, because we were, like, in and out from the other uh, VIP section as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. my good friends actually were in the other one, too, yeah. from back home. Yeah, yeah. So that was a strange run, up, run yeah. into um, all in and of itself. Yeah, because I, I kept looking for you. I was like, where the fuck is Adam? Yeah. Like, I know he's talking to somebody somewhere, but where the fuck is he? <laughs> well... When you disappear, when you when you when you try to be able to you know coordinate between two different groups yeah. and all this stuff, it can be difficult sometimes. No, yeah, definitely. But for some odd reason, it seems to be my like, like we we have weekends. like you're probably my group that I go out with uh, to the bars, right? And I have my group that we're gonna go to Spoko, yep, and just drink a couple beers, yep. Um, but no, yeah. And then the thing is, the thing is, I can't get over it. like that girl's name. The I don't fucking know her. The one I just met, like, dude, I was like fucking a half a bottle of Grey Goose in, and I like. I don't even know what I was fucking saying. Like, half the time we were taking selfies, we we're making out, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then, um, what the call? And oh, I didn't, t- I don't know if I told you this. So we went to, so as we were like getting out, it was a great fucking time. It was fucking great. We met a bunch of people. There was just one chick in there the whole time. I don't know who she was. And she was just dancing, like, like, because there's like a little bar. I'm trying to put it in your guys' head. Like, so imagine a square. There's a couch on one side, and directly to the, Right side of the couch is the bar, but the, or is the it's like where everybody else is, where it's packed. But there's like a uh, a bar in the middle, so not a fucking bar. Um, it's a barrier, a gate, yeah. A gate. A Let's gate. just say a fucking yeah. gate, a gate in the middle. And this girl, I don't know who the fuck she was. I don't know if you knew who she I was. I didn't know who she was. And she was just dancing like fucking recording. I guarantee you, she was some fucking freshman or something recording everything. Like oh, I'm in bottles. I'm like, dude. First off, who the fuck are you? And then she tried bringing like two guys in. And I'm like. Who the fuck? Is, I was like, no, 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 get the fuck out. Like, the girl could come in, but the guys can get out. Yeah. Like, and then the girl didn't come again because of that. But, um, no, so as we're going out, uh, we leave the bar. She's like holding my hand. And <laughs> this is fucking, you know, ice cream shop? Yeah. Oh, I, I, might, I might have told you this. But the ice cream shop uh, is like, it's like a block away and it's closed, obviously. But they have like glass doors and stuff. So this girl grabs me and she like shoves me against the fucking glass, like kinky, like kinky style. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, okay. I was like, I was trying to sober up. I was like, okay. All right. Like, and she just keeps making out with me. Okay. Okay. I was like, chill, chill. And then I put her on the wall and I'm making out with her. And then she does it again. But this time you can hear, like, I don't even know, like, I'm trying to, like, like, you can hear, like, the, fuck, let me see if I can do this. Like, or something. Like, you can hear, like, the glass and the plastic, like, pressuring against right. each other. And I'm like, okay, hold up. And then she does it again. And I'm like, girl, like, hold up because you're going to break this fucking glass. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, I know you're like, and I'm like, okay, like, it, it's kind of hot. Don't get me wrong. It's kind of hot. But chill the fuck out because we're in public. <laughs> you're, you're all over my face and you're fucking shoving me against the glass. Like, it looks like I'm getting beat up right now by you. Like, 
I don't even know. She's shorter than me. And I'm like, dude, like, chill the chill fuck out. out. And, um, and whatever. And then we fucking, we just keep walking. She keeps trying to do that shit. And then she gets me in a brick wall by the bank. And she keeps doing it. I'm like, dude. And I don't know what the hell you guys. I think we're waiting for people. And nobody's looking at this. I was looking for my jacket that got stolen. Oh, yeah, yeah. You lost your jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, and like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like looking for somebody to like help me. And nobody's there. Kunal's on the phone. I don't know the fuck where Mario went. You're somewhere finding your jacket. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this girl? Like, whatever. And so we're like back at, I don't even know. Whose house did we go to? We went to one of of Kunal's friends. Yeah, I didn't know who the fuck they were. And I was there like fucking I had to take a leak and then she was pissing I'm like I really gotta take a leak like you need to like hurry up and then she finally leaves I took a leak and then I'm outside and then she got an Uber ready and she's out I'm like okay cool like I don't gotta deal with her but at the same time I was like fuck but I'm like there I remember I was sitting on one of the little like chairs or high chairs and there was a thing and I just remember everything was fucking hitting me I drank so goddamn much and I put my head down like this and then I'm and then uh, Kunal is coming up to me trying to he's like he's like don't do that don't do that get up get up and I'm like dude like I'm fucked up and then he's like uh, and I'm like fuck I gotta call an Uber so I called an Uber came and then as soon as I got out of the Uber my phone fell I don't know where the fuck it went and, and I went inside I couldn't open my door because I, I couldn't see my keys I know I had them so I woke up Anna she came and I guess I fell down the stairs or like fell on the stairs and then she carried me in the room and then right there nobody can see but I live like um, is this concrete? What? I don't, I don't like fucking a, know. It's like a plywood floor, yeah, like plywood. It's, it's fucking hard. I pass out in front of my bed. Like and she said, she heard my thing like fall. Like my head just boom. Like right, hold on, we'll do a sound effect. Like like that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 pretty much like how it is. And she said I passed out right there. I don't remember me getting to my bed, but I remember in that instant second of when I fell down, I woke back up and it was eleven forty-five in the morning, and I was like, holy shit! I had to work at eleven. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm fucked. And I was like, where the hell's my phone? What am I doing? Like, what's going on? And then Anna's up, or Megan's up or something. They're calling my phone. This guy answers. And they're like, oh, like, we found this phone. And I was like, oh, this is Alex's phone. Like, where are you guys? And they said they were at the church across the street. And the fucking priest comes out and gets my phone. And gives me my phone. And I'm like, and I'm like, shrieking up Grey Goose. I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know how the fuck it happened. But, no. Um, and then I called off work, obviously, because I could not go in. But no, yeah, it was a fucking great fucking night. Besides your jacket, what you just got? No, we still ended up finding it. Yeah, Romario found it outside of the. But it was some prick that was with us, wasn't it? Yeah, well, no. I mean, somebody had taken everything in the pockets and everything, which was, I mean, whatever. But they, yeah, found it outside the outside the bar, just you know, propped up side of the side of the wall. But yeah. Yeah, it was a good way to be able to celebrate my nursing test and everything else. From oh, week. yeah, because you just did that. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but I tell you what, it was just an interesting experience to have. It, it was interesting. What time did you get home? What time did I get home? Yeah. From, from them? From, from, from the apartment, like after I left. Because I didn't uh, say bye to anybody. I just bolted. I mean, I, I was hanging out with a bunch of his friends that I knew anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we ended up, uh, you know, catching a, catching an Uber home at probably, you know, 3 or 4 a.m. Uh, oh, okay. That's so. not bad. Because I, I think I got here like at 2.45 or something. Yeah. Cause yeah. We, it wasn't too too long after. No, yeah. But it was a good night. But we'll cut it off there. Thank you, Adam, for coming. Yeah. No problem, um, Alex. We will um, talk to you guys later. Um, yeah, and I'm back. Hopefully, That's plan. <laughs> I imagine like a month later, it's another fucking podcast. No, but I have to get more people. I have to, I'm, I have to redo ties because I I just I don't remember exactly what was talked about, and I don't really want to edit the whole fucking thing. So this one I'm not editing at all. So you're welcome. Also, too, um, take everything lightly and don't fucking bash me because I know people are gonna fucking bash me. I know it, and I know who is gonna bash me the fucking most. But love you guys. See you guys later. Deuces.